This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. When your personal investments need help to reach your retirement dreams and navigating the complex world of financial planning requires an experienced manager, that's when you know you're ready for prime time. Welcome to Prime Time Money on Zoomer Radio with Richard Infantino, Senior Wealth Advisor at RBC Dominion Securities. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Canada's only money show dedicated to those of you 50 plus and your overall investment, tax, and estate planning. And today we're going to talk mostly about tax, and next week, mostly about estate planning. And uh, today we have a special guest. His name's Chris Capri. He's a portfolio manager with CI Global Asset Management. He's here to talk about a subject that's very interesting. I know a lot of you are going to be really interested in hearing what's going on with real estate. So is it um, Canada alone, internationally, United States? What's happening with real estate around the world and where are the best places that offer you the best potential for real estate and what sectors of real estate offer you the best potential? You know, um, last week we talked about um, tax filing. So you're doing your tax return right now and it's due, of course, on um, this year it's going to be on May the 1st because April 30th falls on a Sunday. So uh, you're probably in the in the process of doing it right now, waiting for your slips. And usually if you're dealing with a brokerage company and you have an open account with uh, different types of mutual funds and stocks and bonds, you have to really kind of wait till the end of March uh, for all the slips to kind of come in. But I'm going to go over 10 tips with you uh, real quick here that you may not know about, that you should know about, that could save you a lot of money in tax. And there, there, there are areas where you have to pay attention yourself because... If you just bring a, a bunch of slips to your accountant, he's not going to look into these things potentially for you. Okay, so here's number one. Um, if you work from home, there's expenses that you can claim. And there's uh, actually a deduction up to $500. So if you work from home, check out the deductions that are potentially available for you up to $500. Number two is uh, maximize your capital losses. So last year was a real bad year, so there's lots of losses on the books. If you sold anything that was down in value, you have this capital loss. You could use it against any gains, but again, a bad year, so you might not have gains. So what you can do is you have to carry it back three years, and you can claim back some of the gains you might have had in those three years. You Most times, you're going to have to tell your accountant to do this. It's not just sitting there ready on the books for a lot of uh, accountants out there to go back and get this deduction. Uh, number three, we're on. Uh, split your pension income. Okay, so if you have income from a pension plan, um, and say, for instance, you're somebody that retired at age 60, or age 58, you can actually split that income. You don't have to wait till 65, which a lot of people think. So you can split the income at that point. Um, COVID-19 benefit repayment. So if you repaid uh, a portion of your COVID benefits, there's a deduction for that and there's a credit on your tax return for that. So if you had somebody that you had a benefit and you had to repay it, you're somebody that should go look for this tax credit. Number five is uh, if you have charitable donations and you have one spouse that makes $300,000 and another spouse that makes $50,000, perhaps, you can combine all of your donation slips from both spouses or both common-law partners, and you can claim them both on the higher income earner, and you're going to save more tax because of that. Uh, number six is um, you have to actually report the sale of your principal residence. So it's, you're not going to be taxed, but you have to do a reporting on your tax return if you sold your principal residence in uh, 2022. Number seven is you have to, another thing you have to do in terms of reporting is you have to be, report your foreign property. 
So if you had foreign property and exceeds $100,000 Canadian, you have to fill out this form, and it's called T-1135. And there's no tax to pay. You just have to report it. So remember that you have to do that. If you say you have a U.S. account and you have U.S. stocks or U.S. mutual funds or you have a property in the United States, you have to report this. Number eight is um, you have to be also wary of U.S. Uh, filing requirements. So if you're a U.S. person, so I'm what's called... Um, I'm a consultant for U.S. people. You have to have a special license to deal with U.S. people that are that are in Canada or foreign uh, accounts that are have accounts in Canada. If you're a U.S. person living in Canada, uh, you could be a citizen of the United States or you could be a green card holder and you're working here. You have to do both a Canadian and a U.S. tax return. Even if you don't owe money to the United States, you have to file that tax return. So if you're one of those people, make sure you take care of that. Number nine is... Um, Consider uh, filing tax returns for children. I know when my daughter was younger, uh, what we used to do is um, file a tax return for her all the time, even when she was working part-time in high school, because there's uh, sometimes on taxes, she might have overpaid some uh, uh, CPP benefits. She might have paid unemployment insurance, might have paid income taxes. And because of your basic exemption, um, you're gonna, she will be able to get some money back because of that. And then finally, there's uh, climate action incentive payments. That's CAIP. And there is, you know, federal field charges, some of those that you have tax credits for, too. So those are 10 things. Now, if you go back, I would say there's quite a few people out there that don't understand these 10. And these 10 could save you thousands of dollars. So I know I went over them real fast, but I have a guide on this. And it's free for the asking. All you have to do is give Dominique a call and they'll send you the 10 tips. Plus, we have an RBC report that talks about um, preparing your uh, tax return for 2022. So if you'd like to get both of those... Free for the asking. All you got to do is give Dominique a call now. 1-866-891-2637. That's 1-866-891-2637. You're probably going to get put on hold or you're going to go into a voicemail. Just leave your name and your number. And then Dominique will give you a call back and she'll mail it out to you right away. So that's the 10 tax tips plus the outline of what you should be uh, understanding when you're doing your tax return this year. This is critical information. Make sure you get it. It's easy to read. It's all in point form. And um, it, it's going to help you for sure on your tax return when you go visit your accountant, whoever your tax preparer is. 1-866-891-2637. Free for the ask. Just give uh, Dominique a call now and she'll send it out to you. And I'm sure it's going to help you with your uh, understanding of your taxes this year. So what's happening with real estate prices? There's a lot of turmoil all over the world. There's banking issue these days. How's it affecting the real estate market, or is it at all? Stay right there. Chris Capri, he's a real estate analyst and portfolio manager at CI Funds. He's going to join us with his latest analysis. I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Primetime Money. You're listening to Richard Infantino on Primetime Money. And joining us now is Chris Cupri. He's a vice president and portfolio manager. And he's also the research lead for CI Global Asset Management. Hey, good morning, Chris. Thanks for uh, joining us here on the show today. Hi, Richard. Hi. How are you doing? Yeah, we wanted to have you come on the show because, you know, one area that we haven't talked about for a while, but it's a big concern, especially people in Canada and especially here in Toronto area, um, what's happening with uh, real estate prices. Like when you look at, I know you manage a fund and it's a REIT, so which is Real Estate Investment Trust Fund. So what's the advantage of uh, owning a rate versus buying real estate directly? Okay, um, right. So REITs essentially... Um, give somebody the advantage of 
um, accessing the income and capital growth characteristics of real estate, but without the need for kind of the hands-on day-to-day management of the of the properties. So REITs will, you know, they'll be run by a management team of industry professionals. Um, they'll have expertise ranging from operations, leasing, legal, financing, asset management. And with the right active management team, you can, they can create more value from the real estate than uh, just from simply um, passively owning a, owning a property. Um, so with REITs, uh, you also get transparency um, and accountability. Um, publicly listed REITs, they'll, they'll provide you with audited financial statements. Um, management is also responsible to a board of directors, um, which often comprise individuals independent from the company, which are all elected by REIT unit holders. Um, REITs are also uh, widely followed by uh, the uh, by investment analysts, um, and they will typically write reports providing insights into the performance of a REIT. And also, you typically get um, commentary on REITs uh, from the financial media. So this this kind of wide ranging uh, public oversight provides additional insight and disclosure as to what's kind of happening in the underlying business. And you you wouldn't necessarily get that in a private investment. Yeah, you're kind of on your own. And, uh, um, you know, REITs typically, they, they own multiple properties, so you're going to get um, diversification. Uh, so if you have one tenant leave a building, you're not going to be as interrupted from a cash flow perspective. Um, NAREIT, which is uh, a leading provider of global REIT research, they did an analysis comparing the return of REITs to private market returns, and what they found that is over multiple time periods, uh, REITs per, actually outperformed um, private market benchmarks. So they looked at 2010 to 2021 and found that REITs' average return was about 14% compared to about 10.1% for the uh, the private benchmark. And over a longer time horizon from 2000 to 2021, REIT returns were 13.7% against 9.1% for the uh, for the private uh, real estate benchmark. So. You know, in short periods of time, such as what we had last year, you can see private real estate outperform the publicly listed uh, REITs. But over a longer time period, it appears as though investing in REITs is comparable, if not better, uh, than investing in, in, in um, owning real estate directly. And there's another advantage of, of REITs is, is really uh, liquidity. Um, the you know publicly listed REITs are on stock exchange where you can get liquidity on a daily basis, yeah. whereas if you own an asset, um, the transaction could take months, um, you, you know, before you get your cash back. Yeah, no, those are those are huge uh, factors there. That's for sure. When you when you're looking at you know the liquidity part is like push a button and you you make the trade and you're out of that. So that's that's huge. Um, now, there's different subsectors of REITs, and you're kind of alluding to that. So you'd have, you know, like in, industrial units, and you have uh, warehouses, and you have uh, apartment buildings, and you have hotels, and all these different subsectors. Like right now, um, what areas of REITs do you uh, feel that are attractive? Right. Um, so CI, we, we manage um, several different um, real estate funds on, on the global side, um, we have a, a, a mutual fund, a global REIT fund, CI Global REIT Fund, an ETF, uh, CI Global REIT private pool. Uh, and then for Canadian-focused investors, um, 
Canadian Mutual Fund, CI Canadian REIT Fund, and an ETF called the CI Canadian REIT ETF, ticker RIT. And just really across um, all these mandates, um, we have a, uh, a bias towards subsectors that have um, strong fundamentals where landlords have pricing power. So a theme that that kind of has led us to historically, and, and it's um, uh, a trend that we think um, persists today, is uh, beds and sheds. Uh, okay. so that is <laughs> residential real estate, such as uh, apartments, and industrial and logistics properties. So in Canada, uh, specifically, um, these subsectors are really experiencing some of the best fundamentals they've, they've ever, have ever observed. So starting first with, um, with multifamily or apartments, um, according to CoStar, which is a, uh, a real estate uh, data provider, multifamily vacancy rates across Canada were about 1.2% at, at, uh, at the end of Q4, so essentially full. Um, and asking market rents nationally were up about close to 10%. On a trailing 12-month basis, with with an, a number of markets, uh, with with market rent asking market rent growth up in the double-digit range, um, and and these strong fundamentals have been translating into very very solid uh, reported results from the um, from the listed Canadian apartment REITs. The IMF uh, they basically put out uh, forecasts for population growth, and among G7 countries, Canada Canada is in the lead. Over the next five years, population is expected to grow at a compounded annual growth rate of about 1.3%. So that kind of brings us to the industrial space. With, with this kind of tight market, we're seeing very, very strong uh, market rent growth. Um, again, on that CBRE data, asking rents um, across the country at Q4 calculated are up about 30% on a year-over-year basis. So. What's driving these market conditions? Um, you know, the main one is obviously the increase in the adoption of e-commerce, which we think is expected to persist and to continue to grow, um, and to a lesser extent, uh, reshoring of manufacturing activity and move towards uh, holding higher inventories. So demand's been very strong, uh, and supply is just quite simply being unable to keep up. Um, construction costs continue to rise or have been rising, and really the economics of, of development are getting harder and harder to pencil out. Um, we got about one minute left, Chris. Uh, like ballpark, what are you getting in like yields now? So if an investor is going to buy a REIT on the market, buy your fund, like what's the what's the going uh, yield you could expect from these funds now? So the yield on the uh, on the TSX cap REIT index is about four point seven percent, but it's important okay. to to kind of remember that um, that that the benchmark only consists of seventeen REITs. Um, there's over forty uh, real estate names in Canada. And if you look at that kind of simple average uh, of of that that broader universe, it's closer to five and a half percent. Okay. Yeah, it sounds good. Well, I know you're busy, Chris. Thanks for uh, taking the time to join us here today. Okay. And uh, continued success there with uh, the CI Global Funds and Global Read Funds. Thanks, Richard. All right. You take care. Bye. Bye. 
Okay, that was Chris Coupri. He's Vice President and Portfolio Manager with CI Global Asset Management. This segment of Primetime Money with Richard Infantino has been paid for by CI Global Asset Management Inc. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with investment in mutual funds and exchange-traded funds. Please read the prospectus before you invest. Important information about mutual funds and ETF is contained in their respective prospectus. Mutual funds and ETFs are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated. Okay, let's take a break there. And when we come back, we'll talk a bit about uh, a really important seminar that we have coming up for all of you that are interested in estate planning. I'm Richard Infantino. You're listening to Primetime Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino on Primetime Money. And we have about uh, four or five minutes left here. And big questions we've been getting over the last couple of weeks all have to uh, be around basically estate planning and what's happening with the changes in estate planning. So we've put together a, a special workshop and it's coming up on, if you want to write this down, April the 12th. And it's going to be in Mississauga. It's going to be a luncheon seminar that'll run from approximately uh, 12 o'clock to 2 o'clock. Uh, lunch is going to be included. And we have our uh, estate planner that's part of our team, uh, Peter Cardosopoulos, and he's going to go over what's called intergenerational wealth transfer strategies for adult children and grandchildren. So he's going to go into that and explain everything that you should be looking at with regards to, you know, transferring your assets to your adult children and your grandchildren and how you do all that in a, in a way that's the most tax efficient. Remember, estate planning is all about, you know, your assets and getting them to who you want. So that that would be your heirs with the most, um, amount of money that they can receive uh, without taxes and without uh, probate fees. And that's the whole idea behind estate planning. And estate planning involves your will and what goes into the will. It involves dealing with probate, and that's the uh, process of, you know, legitimizing what the will is. And then you have um, powers of attorney are part of estate planning. Now, they're not really part of your state, but and, and they're a big part that we're going to talk about at this seminar too, the powers of attorney, because you're alive. And someone is making decisions for you while you're still alive. And, you know, I found, you know, my career of doing this, you know, almost 30 years now that that part has become more critical uh, to me with our clients than the estate part. You got to remember the estate part, you're passing on your assets. You've passed away already and you're passing on the assets. And of course, you want the most to go uh, to your family. But uh, on the other side, you could be in a situation where you're still alive and people are making decisions and those things are going to affect, you know, the, the end of your life and, and how, uh, what kind of lifestyle and what kind of uh, process you're going to have there at the very end. So I would consider that strongly of who you're choosing for, for those two powers of attorney. Remember, there's two parts. There's a, one for financial and then there's one for, you know, healthcare. And you can have two different people do that for you uh, as well. And most times where that becomes uh, the big issue is if you're a, a married or you're a common law and, and the spouse has, has passed away first, and now you're with the uh, surviving spouse, those considerations of who you're going to choose now for powers of attorney, that's where the big question comes in. When you have a spouse, a lot of times you're choosing the spouse in, in most cases, but not all the time. But um, so when it goes the other way and there's only one spouse left, now you have to choose either a child or you don't have kids or you have to choose a relative. Or in some cases, um, there's no relatives close by. You have to choose a friend, that's the difficult situation there with uh, choosing a power of attorney. So we have all kinds of ideas for that. Uh, another section we're going to cover in the seminar is called uh, talking about insured annuities. Insured annuities is a contract with an insurance company to get your interest and your principal back over a set period of time. It could be 
set years, 10 or 15 years. It could be your lifetime. It could be your lifetime and your spouse's lifetime. And now with interest rates higher, are they an alternative again today? And we'll explain all about that. And then um, how to reduce your estate settlement costs. So talking about um, settling the estate and what the costs are involved with settling estate and how do you reduce those. And then one area that we're going to add in here is, is called appointing an estate monitor. So you've heard of an executor for your estate. What's a monitor? So we'll explain all about that. And we have a, a publication that RBC's put out that um, encapsulates all of this. And so when you come, we'll hand that out, and that'll give you the background to all that. But Plus, we'll have all the slides, and Peter will go through all his slides on intergenerational wealth transfer. And, um, and then we'll have one section also on um, the use of uh, insurance for estate planning. So it's going to be... A, uh, one of the seminars that we get the uh, the most interest in. So if you if you are interested, you know, book it now because it fills up right away. This one is the the one of uh, the most interest. And we also go into um, you know the part about the, how to choose an executor because that's become a difficult situation here today too. So again, it's going to be on Wednesday, April the twelfth. It's going to run from twelve to two p.m. It's going to be at Oasis Convention Center in Mississauga. Lunch is included. And all you have to do, there's no cost uh, to, to join us. All you have to do is reserve your seats. So just give Dominique a call now. You can re- reach her at 1-866-891-2637. That's 1-866-891-2637. And alternatively, you can always go to our website. It's primetimemoney.ca. And on our website, we're going to have copies of you know all of the um, interviews that we do with uh, all the great uh, guests, all the portfolio managers and guests we have on the show. Those are all there. And then in addition to that, we have a section called In the Money, and the funds that these uh, individuals talk about, their investment funds will all be uh, highlighted there, so you could always click on it and go right to their website and get the information. And then we have calculators there, too. So if you want to go in and calculate you know, what your RIF payments are going to be and what your taxes are going to be, we have the calculators there for you. So everything's on our primetimemoney.ca. It's all one word, primetimemoney.ca website for you. To, uh, to to gather up that information. You can also reserve for the uh, seminar there, too. So all you got to do is go in there and uh, put your name and number, and Dominique will give you a call and uh, get you all set up and registered for that. Okay, and, um, you know, we're also going to talk a bit about next week we're going to have two guests on to talk about the market. So we've gone into a lot of financial planning the last couple of weeks, but now we'll get a little bit more into the market. We have um, folks coming on to talk about what's happening in Canada, and we're also going to talk a little bit about the United States, and I'm sure we'll talk about banking and financial services and all the uh, you know volatility that's happening in those areas. But what, what, I, what I will tell you, though, is you know like these times when you get to these uh, moments where there's massive sell-offs and massive panic, and you have a situation uh, where um, you know there's so much confusion that everyone's selling and where everybody's throwing in the towel. This over the years, you know, in my career over the last almost 30 years has been a huge buying point. And what you should be doing here is looking at the companies, making sure, of course, you had great companies, but then, you know, looking for opportunities. And this is where you can, you know, money's really been made in the market at these points when it seems to be the most scary. Okay, and we got help for you next week on that and ideas for you all at the same time. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you back here next week at 10 a.m. I'm Richard Infantino, and you've been listening to Primetime Money. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.